text 51551. The Ray Darcy Show on RTE Radio 1. Right, teacher and poet Mikey Cullen joins us in studio. Um, good afternoon, Mikey. Ray, great to be here. Thank yeah. you. I've never met somebody who teaches English to Irish before. I'm fascinated <laughs> by that. Before we talk about the poetry. Yeah. Um, but obviously there are there are English teachers in Gale School. Yeah, yeah. So I was Gale very School fortunate to, to get the job in Gale Clash to Rockman. Um, and I did clarify when I was in the interview that the Irish wouldn't be the best. But they were saying, nah, look, just do the barrel for now. Um, see how you get on, learn as you go. And, and then we'll see. Because I teach history as well. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, kind of broken Irish at the start of the class. You know, Sigi Shields, Agus Kiuntas and whatever. And then uh, then the rest is true barrel. So, yeah, true okay. English. Uh, so they obviously, when you're in a Gale school, uh, mm. you do English the same as anybody else. Yes. So to an examiner, it looks exactly the same. Yes. Does it? Are yeah. the questions asked Australian? No, they're not. They're asked no, they're in, English, English, just English, through English. English yeah. Right, okay. I, I, these might sound like stupid questions. No, no. But, but, but do they get, do your students get extra marks then for the Leaving Cert because they're doing it through Irish? They do for the subjects that they do through, through Irish, yeah. Right. They would, yeah. But not English? No, English is just the same as, okay. it, as it is in, in right, any other right. school, yeah. I, I, that, that might sound completely stupid, but there you go. I no, just I didn't. I wasn't that. aware either. You weren't aware either. Yeah, right. I'm learning as I go. Like, right, yeah. okay. And, uh, so it must be great when you're uh, a secondary school teacher and you're you go viral on TikTok for all <laughs> yeah. the right reasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there could be bad reasons yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting. And again, like a kind of the that was last year that that the home poem with yeah. Shanakia went went viral on on TikTok and Instagram as well. It done well. Um, because they put it up on their own page, just in case anyone's looking at mine. I actually don't have too much on my own TikTok. But um, it was interesting, yeah, it was interesting. It was good crack and I wasn't, when it actually happened, I wasn't in a school, I was between schools because I was on placement, I was, I was in the middle of the PME. Um, What's the PME? The Professional Masters of Education, so uh-huh. to become right. fully qualified uh-huh. as a secondary teacher. But yeah, I remember going through some of the comments and you know yourself, if it's in the, the public arena, they're going to see it. So there was a few yup Mr. Cullens and uh, that type of thing. And yup's like, a good thing, is it? Yup's a good thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a positive <laughs> thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah yup is good. <laughs> Uh, so, so because uh, like poetry, mm. you know, it's it's a marmite thing, isn't it? Yes. Well, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. L- like a lot of people just shut down immediately when they hear mm. poetry, mm. Um, and yet here you're you're what you're twenty six, mm. uh, you're from Beaumont, you're a school teacher, uh, and there there seems to be a resurgence in poetry. It's it's, it's mm. linked in with spoken word, is it? Yeah, yeah, mine definitely would be, and I think spoken words. Um, which again, for kind of people who don't know the difference, I actually don't know the. <laughs> oh, you don't? Oh, yeah, <laughs> I don't one hundred percent. I thought know. you were going to like this, no, Mikey. No, 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 I don't know the, the Oxford. I thought here you go. Here, the explanation. See, I was see the way I was sitting and everything I was going. This yeah. is it now. This is going to explain to me. spoken word versus poetry. Mikey, go on. Go if you on. want Mikey's definition, yeah. it's spoken word is written to be performed, um, whereas poetry, in its traditional form, is to be read. Right. But I'm sure there's nuance there. Right. You know, you can look it up. But yeah, there is a resurgence, I think. And again, I'm only uh, performing and uh, doing the likes of this the last year or so. But um, even though I wasn't aware before I kind of got involved and started being public with, with my own writing. The where did it come from, Mikey? Where I started writing? Yeah. I don't know. It was just always always in me. Like, I've been writing since I was a kid. Um, and not just poems, like poems, stories, little limericks and raps and 
you know, I was kind of a fairly creative kid, I suppose. And then like a lot of people, when you get into your teenage years, it, it kind of dissipates a bit and I was doing a lot of sport. And I suppose then in my early 20s, I was kind of going through a lot and acting acting the maggot as you do. And I needed a, an outlet and I kind of returned to it naturally. Um, but again, it was always just for me. It was always a, a form of expression. You'd have to expand there now. You'd have to expand there, the acting, the maggot. And, and, oh, and I can't, I can't. I have to stay, <laughs> I have to stay professional. <laughs> right. Um, no, but, but like, I, I don't know the exact history of rap and hip hop, mm. but there was one, one of the founding groups was a group called The Last Poets. Okay. Have you ever heard of Gil Scott Heron as well? He, I haven't actually. No, no. 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 So, so they, he, he was a poet, mm. but out of that came rap. Yeah, and I'd always say that to my students especially is all good rap is poetry. Like maybe not a lot of the modern kind of drill rap and the stuff that you hear, but like the likes of Santan Dave in the UK, Tupac Shakur, Biggie Smalls, like that is poetic. And Mm. in fact, a lot of most good songs like Bob Dylan are, you know, good songwriters are poets as well, you know. Mm. Um, So, yeah. So for the moment you're 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 doing the spoken word mm. poetry and you did this thing called home uh, for a, a Shanakia session. Yes. So this is a sort of a collective who get together and it's sort of an open mic. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. So Shanakia was founded by a lad called Gaff Kieran Gaffney, and it's basically based on the premise of the Shanakias who used to go around to communities in Ireland because Ireland was a oral society. Like so many people were illiterate because weren't allowed to go to school or be educated. Um, so the Shanakia would go around, tell stories, folklore, history, perform poetry as well. So it's it's based on that concept, and you can apply to it. Or sometimes Gaff asked people, and he asked me to do it. And he invited so, you in. He invited me, and I'm glad he did because I probably wouldn't have put myself forward, you know. Um, yeah. So yeah, so I got the nod, and I I done it. And yeah, again, it's just any uh, medium of of expression and storytelling is is the premise of the night, you know. It's, right. it's a great success. So so you did one. They filmed it. They asked you for. For your permission, they put it up and they yes. got millions of millions. They of went views. around, all right. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Home, home. Yeah, I actually didn't name it home. Home was the team of that particular right. night in Shanakia. So he gives you an event, or he gives you a team, and you tell a story loosely based on the team. But I kind of that was the name ascribed to it, and I, was, I stuck with it then. So your home is Beaumont. Yes, Beaumont, right? Uh, and famous for the hospital. That's it. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much that. it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so do you, do you want to do a bit of it for us? A hundred percent. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. it's it's a few minutes. Do you so want I want to all of it. Or, do, 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 I'm all right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. I'm all right. Thank you. Yeah. So home. So restricted, refined, and stifling is the cage that I call my home. The bars are repetitive and symmetrical. Concrete, concrete, grey, grey, semi-detached. As far as the eye can see is carbon copied estate after estate after yet another row of estate and a company in shops vended by and to cater for the so-called needs of the local populace they comprised of a poor but bookies, a Chinese, a chipper, a newsagent and any beautician facility or barbers take your pick. Concrete roads connecting identical rows of houses with carefully constructed green arrangements. All life was restricted to these areas. There's houses full of people, yet not all are known. We've thousands of neighbours, yet fewer friends to phone. We live so close together, yet so far removed. Even the birds are not free. Their lives too are restricted to the DIY shop board feeders that they flock to each day. Same time, same routine. Same black cat appears too. Just waiting. Waiting. To pounce on a hapless, helpless bird. The cat hasn't caught them yet, but she will not give them forever. 
However, the birds still flock in feathered furry to get their bread and make their living all the while knowing that a cat's prowling in hope of fatal weakness. There's a cat waiting for us all. We're ostensibly civilised, but in this world the spirit dies and we're eaten up by trivialities and vapid, vacuous superficialities. The grey colours won't skin after too long and attacks one spirit. Grey skies, grey earth, uninspired minds. I can no longer hear my soul's song. I sometimes look up the night sky in a gaze and wonder and awe. All the lands I haven't seen nor saw, all that was possible if I could soar. But I am tethered to this place that has forgotten me by the longing that I feel deep in my heart. And so I look up to the sky and dream. At least then I'll have made a start. And it goes on. Very good. Very good. Thank you. But a little bit depressing. It is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you wrote that as you were in a, you were in a certain place in your head at the time. Yes, you, yes. You wrote it. You may not be there now. Or, no, exactly. Yeah. I would say I wrote this around that poem around this time two years ago and it's January of the January blues and you know like the and again it's not this applies to any kind of Western society. I'm not, you know, bad mountain bow mount, it's yeah. great, but um do you know when the sky is grey and concrete's obviously grey and your surroundings are grey and it's kind of, everything's just grey and it's not very conducive to, to creativity, I think, you know, it kind of yeah. colours your mind grey, that's what that's what I was talking about. Uh, do you perform, for want of a better word, in front of your pupils? No, no, no. No, no, no. no I try and keep the, the two separate okay. um, as much as possible. Would you not be interested to see how they'd react? Um, no. Well, no. like, uh, they definitely know what I do Um and I suppose there's a few other, like there's a lot of musicians in, in my school, traditional musicians, teachers and and other things. So I'm not the, the only artist or performer in the school, but no, I kind of, as much as possible as you can, obviously, for want of a better term, being in the public eye, like being on, which you hear, yeah. obviously they're going to be aware of you maybe, but um, I kind of like having the two okay. separate, as much as possible, you know. Uh, your Auntie Liz says hello from New York. Oh, no way. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's gas. Hi, yeah. Liz. Yeah. How are you? Hi, Jim Mikey. Um, and tell that guy to listen to Linton Quincy Johnson. I, I remember him. He's a, a Jamaican spoken word poet. So but, it, this is your homework. So him and uh, Gil Scott Hearn and the last poets. I've um, actually heard of the Jamaican fellow. Have you? It's yeah. being sent on to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's gas, Liz, texting in. What's so, up, so, Liz? so what's the, like, I know you're only 26 and everything, but, but mm. like, do you, do you stop and think about what, what you'd like to do? With my life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, sometimes. I My kind of philosophy is just see what happens, you know. Like, I, I kind of fell into teaching. I never wanted to be a teacher. I kind of fell into it. I think I studied history after secondary school, again, not having a clue what I want to do. But I think... Why history? Oh, I love history. Um, that's probably always been, like, my first passion. Um, Where did you get that from? My granny instilled it in me, Um and my mum then as well would have always encouraged us to read, so I would have read a lot of history books. I probably knew more history as a early teenager than I would now even, you know, I was fascinated with it. Um, like my granny, particularly, but all my grandparents are great storytellers and they tell us about when they are younger, but I remember my granny, uh, Etna in particular, my mum's mum, she's from Monaghan, and, you know, she'd be reading us the bedtime stories as kids, but when, when the book was over then she'd tell us, Either stories of her own childhoods, you know, she'd without getting her into trouble, but she'd she'd be going across the border. She's in Castle Blaney, so she'd go across Tarmac yeah. and take butter and smuggle it back, and she'd be chased by the the B specials, and you know, they'd yeah. stand across the border and throw the fingers up to them. And 
stuff like that, <laughs> yeah. as in, and she'd tell us about the history of Ireland and the history of the world. Yeah. And I always found it fascinating because... Yeah, isn't it amazing when, when somebody like your granny can bring history to life? A hundred percent. And it's the particular to the general rather than yeah. reading it in a book. So it was yeah. her story then out to the bigger world. Yeah, yeah, I think James Joyce has a quote like that, doesn't Does he? he? The particular is the infinite or something like, I'm paraphrasing, but yeah. Except from James Joyce. Amazing talent. Fair play to him. Um, and, and somebody else says, um, under rules that date back to the mid-1920s, any student who answers a written exam in Irish may receive bonus marks uh, of up to 10%, depending on the subject, not English. Yeah, so there you go. There. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what about, what about the teachers putting on a show? I was just thinking, if, if they do traditional music, and I was mm. listening to you there, and I was thinking of this guy, Gil Scott Hearn, uh, and he has this amazing thing where it's just drums behind him which don't, sound dissimilar to a bower on I was just mm. thinking that that put to a bower on might be something that would that would well, what I'm doing yeah, yeah I'm actually exploring that so I've been making music the last while um, now I'm not musical but I've been putting my lyrics to hip hop beats to right. techno beats dance beats and I want to do something a bit more traditionally Irish yeah. bower on or fiddle um, so again it's just just playing around right. and, and having fun with it you know We'll keep an eye on you. Yes, yeah, do, yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming in. Thank you very and, much. And, and people can go to the, the website of that, Shanaquia, and it's spelled S-E-A-N-C-H-O-I-C-H-E. So it's a play on Shanaquia and Iha. a portmanteau, I'm told, yeah, yeah. Play on words. Yeah, play on words, yeah, storytelling and night, yeah. Yeah, night together, OK. Mikey, great to see you. Thanks Thank so you, much. my Thank pleasure. You. Thank, Thank you, Ray. The Ray Darcy Show on RTE Radio 1.